Welcome to Bushy Boost, a podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another mister. I'm Cam. I'm David. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. Happy New Year, Boo! Happy New Year! Happy New Year to everyone out there listening as well. Yes, we are here. It is 2023. Can you believe it? No, I know. I was thinking about that. And just um, 2020 was such a blur. And it seemed like we would never get out of that whole pandemic phase. And here we are, 2023, looking back and, um, you know, thriving now again. But you know, so I'm just hopeful for this new year, as I am with every new year going into it. It's like a reset button that you hit, right? And you're, mm-hmm. okay, everything I did wrong or didn't do right or didn't do in the past, I can try to correct that in this new year. You have an opportunity to do what you didn't do last year and try to do it again this year. And if you don't do it again this year, no pressure, right? Don't put pressure on yourself like that. So, well, it's funny how you said you thought we would never get out of 2020 because the whole like pandemic and things like that. And here we are going into a new year and COVID is still here. And there's like a new COVID now. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that boo on Instagram. I think it's always going to adapt and, uh, you know, the, the COVID itself will stay around, but it's how we as a people have handled it and we just have gotten back to life, which is the good thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, I think people are more, I still find that people are more respectful in terms of keeping distances. I've, obviously a lot of people don't because they're like, it's over, but I think uh, a lot of things we learned during COVID, people are still doing, which I'm happy about because prior to COVID, you know, people were all up on your butt. (laughs) Like we were the type of people that were like, give me six feet, even though you don't have to. It's like, Mm -hmm. back up off me. I was doing that prior to COVID. And and then once COVID (laughs) happened, I was like, thank goodness. Now everybody has to do it. (laughs) But I can't say, I mean, during the pandemic, look, our show debuted during the pandemic. So yeah. I think the I think COVID and the pandemic has taught a lot of people go after whatever you're thinking about, do it, that passion project or whatever you're curious about, just do yeah, it. Like a lot time of is precious. Started home businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, time okay. is precious. And but they use that time to think about and reevaluate their life and what they really want to do. And a lot of really great home businesses came out of that. And or people quit their jobs and decided to do new things or re- pivoted and found jobs to work remotely to spend more time with family. So it's very interesting. Yeah. So, well, how was your holiday break? What did you, <laughs> what did you get into? Look, look. <laughs> oh no. Was it a hot mess? I'm, a, I'm saying going into the holiday break, cause you know, you and I work in education. So we get that extra time off where we get uh, at the end of the year, from Christmas to New Year's off. Thank the Lord. Ooh, mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> but I had a lot of extra vacation time that I had to use. So I took another week and a half on top of that uh, additional week. So I had a lot of time off. So I'm thinking I'm going to have me time. But it was there was no me time. It's never. It's <laughs> never. Like when you plan in your head for me time, that's when, you know, family needs help and you need to go pick up things and you need to do this and you need to do that. So yeah. That's what I saw. Almost every day was a family and friend situation. And I was like, but what about me? <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I did see you one of the days during our break. So I I was I was part of that your holiday me time. <laughs> but I was happy to see you then. So. Of course. Yes. Oh, I stayed with my parents for a couple of days in the holiday break. It's so funny. I told my mom that she was running a bed and breakfast. Because it felt like I was at a bed and breakfast. It was so cute. My room was made and I didn't have to do anything. She was making breakfast, lunch, dinner. We went for walks. We watched football. It was, it felt really nice. Like I didn't want to go home, but I knew I had to go home because like you, boo, I had things to do. So, (laughs) Did you feel like a kid? I felt like a kid and I loved it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I did. But then, I mean, there comes a point where you want your own space. Once you're mm-hmm. used to your own space, it's like, mm, let me let me go home and check on my house. <laughs> check on the cat that's always visiting my porch. <laughs> so, but no, it's a blessing to spend time with family. So, and some of my family, they were sick during the holiday break because we had planned a bigger holiday or Christmas dinner than what it was. So, I mean, we had to make do, you know, yeah. thankfully no one was really sick. So they got over their sickness. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. The same happened for me. Um, my cousin wanted to host Christmas day. So I drove all the way up to Lancaster in the middle of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> the things you and, do for family and loved ones oh I know <laughs> and you know of course it kind of started uh, as a double purpose for a housewarming because she had bought a new house out there and you know so she wanted to see uh, let everyone see her house interesting drive out there because I don't think I've ever driven out there myself I have and, not yeah it's a lot of desert mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's in the middle of nowhere and and you drive through all these supposedly called towns and you're like people live here <laughs> it's, it's up and coming it's up and coming <laughs> well it, her area is yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of development there but in terms of getting there you're like how are these desert people surviving out here not desert people stop <laughs> it <laughs> some people prefer to live that way you know and sometimes I, I do understand why people live on the outskirts like away from the hustle and bustle I personally wouldn't but you know yeah, I mean, there is that Australian town, I think it's called Cooper Pedy, where they, it's out in the middle, middle of nowhere. And they actually all, because it's so hot, live underground. Oh, okay. So a lot of their housing is developed. They did, they burrow underground and develop housing. Well, I don't even, not houses, but they Shelter. live in these like shell, shell, tunnel <laughs> shelters. What's interesting is I was just watching like a nature special and they had, um, I forgot the animal's names, but they were burrowing underneath the ground and they show like this hawk trying to attack the little shelter Mm -hmm. (laughs) underneath the ground. So when you said burrowing, I thought about (laughs) that nature special. You thought about hawks going after (laughs) probably a little groundhogs or something. Well, the people that are living underneath the ground, I hope they're, well, obviously they're safe if they found a way to survive. No, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they've been doing this for a long time now, and it's, it, the, the tunnel systems they develop stay, keep them cool. Yeah, so look at us going off on tangents. We were talking about holiday break, and now we're talking about people living underground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, maybe Jeepers Creepers will make an, uh, uh, an nope. appearance. <laughs> nope, no, no, thank you. We're leaving that in 2022, okay? <laughs> So, but I will say, um, I was excited to see you, Boo, during our holiday break. So, of yeah. course, we had to go and, and eat some lunch together because, you know, we'd be eating. Okay. Big, and our big our, double our, C's. Our, <laughs> <laughs> our listeners wouldn't be surprised what we went to go eat. Right? Y'all already know Boo Boo is what we went to go eat. <laughs> we'll say it on three. One, two, three. okay but to just tell the experience i wanted to take my boo cam to (laughs) the place that i went to have oxtail caribbean gourmet in Mm -hmm. um, san gabriel valley and i looked on the website prior to going and those folks wanted to take a rest which they deserve well deserved and so we weren't going to be able to go visit their location so we pivoted and found a new place in Pomona, a hilltop Jamaican restaurant. Yeah, and they serve shout oxtail. Out. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, shout out to them. And we decided to go over there. And it's in downtown Pomona. And it actually ended up being such a cute space, right? I really enjoyed the space. And yeah, shout out to Pomona. I don't know if our boo-boos know out there, but your girl is from Pomona. P-Town all day. <laughs> And my boo, I know he was laughing at me because it was nostalgic for me. Like we were driving down the street and I was like pointing things out and it felt like home because that's where I grew up. So um, it was really cute to see you excited about all that. (laughs) Well, and the space was cute. They had a really cute uh, patio space and it was overcast that day. So we did not sit in the patio, but where we sat was really nice because 
the wall was decorated with like fake greenery and a picture. They had a mural, mural of their uh, logo with a Jamaican sunset. Yeah, so it was really nice. So, um, and yes, as we said, so we had oxtail, but we decided (laughs) to order two different things and then share, which Mm -hmm. I'm happy we did because then we got to, you know, try different things. So in addition to the oxtail, uh, we also got curry goat, which was good. I liked the flavor of the curry goat. And then our side items, rice and peas and stewed cabbage, mm-hmm. stewed spinach, festival, which is like a fried bread picture, like almost like a cornbread texture, but maybe mixed with the, how do you say it, boo? Say churro. How do you say it? <laughs> Churro. There you go. <laughs> that's what I think festival is. I think that's a good way to. Yeah, just explain. not just not sweet though. It's a savory bread. Yeah, and then uh, plantains. So it was pretty pretty good. Just got water. We did not get any Jamaican inspired drinks or beverages. I will say. Well, what are you gonna say, Boo? You're I was gonna say, but me. you know, we some some of our our, our listeners are like goat they ate goat because you know that's not a very common thing in america and it's bomb yeah it's good so if you haven't tried it give it a try y'all and i mean be open come on and half the time you y'all think you're eating beef i really hope (laughs) remember what our our server said to us when we ordered the goat what did he say i don't remember he was all oh the first time i started working here and i tried goat, i didn't know if i would like it but it's actually good which now I remember it was interesting because he had an accent and I don't know if he was from Jamaica, but he had a subtle accent. He did. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would have thought like, you haven't eaten goat before. <laughs> That's why I assumed you ate plenty of goat, boo. I was just like, not you, boo, but the other boo. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, boo. And I, I remember now, cause I was in the middle of telling you about my neighbor bay. I was updating uh-huh. you about it. And then that's when he came. So that's why I didn't remember. I'll tell my, our boo-boos about okay, the neighbor. Yeah. Give him a neighbor bay update. Was on neighbor bay. <laughs> but our, our server, he was, a, he was nice and um, he was very uh, affable in, in terms of talking about the menu and coming in to check on us. But, you know, it surprised me when he said he hadn't tried go because I thought he maybe he was Jamaican because he had that slight accent. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so for him to say, I've never tried it until I worked here and it was good. That was that was very interesting to me, but I'm glad he liked it. Um, the food was good. The flavor was really good. I will say everything that I <laughs> I tasted was good. However, and there's a big but. <laughs> normally, when I go to Jamaican spots, I'm used to having leftovers. That's just kind of like a given. Like I'm gonna take some home and have some for later. The portions were lacking, in my opinion. What do you think, Boo? No, I have to agree in terms of uh, the value you get. I mean, the price we paid for what they offered, like the flavors were good. It's just that the portions were a bit disappointing. Not so much with the curried goat. Well, actually, yeah, a little bit with curry goat because a lot of the pieces were bony. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, of course, the most disappointing thing was the oxtails. Compared to oxtails, you and I've had it other restaurants we like that big meat (laughs) we like it meaty (laughs) look because you know what it's it's an oxtail so yes it's a tail so there's that big portion that starts at the booty and then it winds down to the little tiny cat tail portion i don't know whatever you call that the tip Mm -hmm. it looked like they gave us all tip portions booty pieces we want the booty piece (laughs) like we know how oxtails look when they're not cooked stop playing us (laughs) So I was anticipating when they, the plate came out, it was going to look like where I wanted to take you, where they give you big old five booty pieces. Not booty. Like, <laughs> but yeah, they give you those pieces that are larger, the larger part of that tail. And so then you just suck it on this beautiful succulent mm. meat and the flavors. And, and again, lots of meat. <laughs> and not these bony little tail ends where like, where's the meat? and i think they gave us about was it six or seven of them so we like split that but still we were we were kind of disappointed we were Mm -hmm. i i was so disappointed 
that while we were sitting down eating, I actually Googled the Pomona fish market. (laughs) (laughs) That was around the corner because on our way to Hilltop Jamaican restaurant, I saw that the Pomona fish market was open and I can remember going to this place when I was like eight. And yeah, I she am... had a nostalgic reaction. She saw it. She's like, oh my gosh, my dad loves that place. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, just eight Jamaican food. Not full, but I guess semi-satisfied would be a, a good way to describe it. We still needed something, something. Yeah. <laughs> So then, well, I, before Boo, before you talk about the fish place, uh-huh. I, I, I it was funny because my boot camp said the, the server came and said, "How is everything?" And she said, "The flavor is good. I would have liked it if these were meatier." <laughs> I'm just giving an honest review. You were I'm just being honest, <laughs> especially for because the the oxtail price there was higher than where I would have taken you. I think they were like ten dollars higher and not as meaty. Well, for our two plates, no drinks. And with tip, it was like 68 something. No, more than 60. Our food was just 68 something. And then I think I left him like a $10 tip because he was good. He was very attentive and our food came out timely. So the service was good. I will say that. And the space was nice, but the portions. (laughs) They just need to work on them portions. They do. So, but um, yeah, I did Google Pomona Fish Market when we were done eating because I just kind of wanted to see what was going on over there, what the prices was looking like. And my boo can attest to this. When I was reading the menu prices, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, and then she showed me and I said, this has to be a website from like, you know, four years ago. And so they were like, Mm-mm, we have to go investigate and check for ourselves because so we saw that they have a lunch special Monday through Friday and it was a Friday when we had lunch and the lunch special was four pieces of fish, two hush puppies, I think, mm-hmm, yeah, four shrimp, fries, and a drink for $8.65. How you going to beat that? <laughs> This has got to be a lie. There is no way that you can get all that food for $8.65. <laughs> then we saw that they had like a wing special for like $10.50. And y'all know wings are expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were they were selling whole soft shell crab fried for like $4.95 each or something like that. We were like, hey, no way. We we're like, this is old and we're going to go and see. So because we were so close, took a little field trip to the Pomona Fish Market right in the corner. I think it's like second and park or third and park. And we walked in (laughs) and this place looked exactly how it looked when I was eight years old. (laughs) And on the menu, it says same location for 90 years, same prices for 90 years and like same recipe for 90 years. So we confirmed that the lunch special was (laughs) (laughs) $8.65. So knowing that information, I said, okay, I'm here. I'm going to go ahead and buy some lunch specials. Now, go ahead. I'm sorry, but before, prior to that, though, we knew there was at least some good sign to order from there because (laughs) folk were parked outside, coming in and out, picking up their orders. Some people, as soon as they got in their car, were tearing into their bags, eating their (laughs) orders. We're like, this place is popping. When we walked in, I think we saw two cars. They were like, eating in the mm-hmm. car and we're like okay yeah so that that was encouraging as well uh aesthetically though the the look of the building <laughs> I don't, I don't know <laughs> it looked like one of those locations like if you're in an apocalyptic um video <laughs> game and you walk in and they're like it's abandoned <laughs> you said Detroit boo yeah that's the thing too like <laughs> When we were walking to the location, walking around, I was like, why we look like we in downtown Detroit? <laughs> Shout out Detroit. We love you. <laughs> but Detroit knows what I'm talking about. They're trying to revamp, but they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so back to what I was ordering the lunch specials, because they were 865, I was going to be super greedy and get four of them. But then I talked myself off the ledge. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> I just got two. I got two. But I was a little bummed because they didn't have red snapper that day. So yeah. 
Go ahead, boo. Sorry. Well, that's that's the thing I wanted to tell our boo boos was that when you order the fish fry, you get your choice of fish, and there's a big list of fish. But and of course, the one she wanted, he's like, snapper's not available. I was like, oh. I mean, I did get catfish, and then um, I got tilapia. So I figured I would take those two lunches and then split it with my mom and my dad because mm-hmm. so we had they had a lot of food at their house from like the holidays and stuff like that and I was like I know they'll be mad at me if I come lugging in all this fish so I was like we're just gonna split these two lunches but then I also got them a peanut patty which I know they sell peanut patties down south I have not seen them in California but think about like um pecan brittle maybe mm-hmm. I think it's close this is like pecan brittle but it's not a, a peanut patty is softer so you have like i guess sugar and it's yeah is it solidified chewy, chewier? it's not chewier per se but it's just when you bite it it's softer it's weird it's almost okay. like the texture of wax but it doesn't taste like <laughs> wax <laughs> but you're saying it's not as hard and brittle as brittle exactly okay. so got them a large peanut patty and then the the eight eight dollars and 65 cent lunches <laughs> so um it was going to be a wait though because like my boo said people were going in and out picking up their their orders so um we were like okay no problem we'll just walk around downtown Pomona get some fresh well, air boo you know what surprised me though because remember hmm. you were saying oh my dad's been going he went here a long time ago and I went I came here as a kid and this old black man used to own it and all this stuff so we're like I wonder if he's still there and then when we walk in, we didn't see the owner. And then he, the owner comes out from the back. Why is it a Korean man? <laughs> so it's he your, must have bought the business. It's your people, boo. It was. It's my people, <laughs> you know, working alongside, um, serving your people. <laughs> but you know what? I was wrong because my dad's like, oh, I didn't like this one. I like Louis seafood. <laughs> I was like, oh, so come to find out my mom likes the Pomona fish market and my dad liked Louis seafood but Louis seafood closed I don't know if he sold it or whatever mm-hmm. so Pomona fish market is still operating and I don't think Louis seafood's in business so okay. I was like I knew somebody liked it okay I was just trying to hook y'all up because I was well, in the area I mean, you were a little girl so <laughs> it, was a while, it was a while ago <laughs> so but um I did enjoy our little walk downtown Pomona we got to see cute little buildings and art and yeah mm-hmm. it was just nice being yeah, in I, I found a nice church to take pictures in front of <laughs> <laughs> then Cam saw a mural of the Wu-Tang Clan Wu-Tang forever <laughs> Wu-Tang ain't nothing f with <laughs> and neither is Cam <laughs> hey that's right boo and thank you boo for taking such a nice picture oh so, you're welcome but it's a mural so um, but yeah, I will say that the fish was decent, but it tasted different. I can remember it tasting better when I was younger and it could be because my taste buds have developed, mm-hmm. you know, my palate has improved. Things are different now, you know? <laughs> so my mom said she enjoyed it. She said she liked it. That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, you know, I guess it is that whole adage of you get what you pay for eight sixty five. <laughs> can't even complain but you know at the same time a lot of folk love that especially a lot of we pretty predominantly saw black people Mm -hmm. getting this fish and we even saw third good marshall and easy e come back from the dead and go get some fish (laughs) i was like that's how you know it's good well because uh, and that whole example because we saw an older black gentleman who looked well to do and then uh, uh, a hip-hop looking gentleman and they both went into the fish fry store at the same time. And it's just like, it attracts all types of Everyone. people. Ages. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And Black folk weren't the only people we saw. Oh, we no. saw Latinos. And of course, my Asian stuff was in there. <laughs> so, I mean, I was just happy. I was happy to see it operating and business is booming. And it's so funny because businesses like that who don't like invest in like the appearance Mm-hmm. of the location like no new paint they still had like those gumball machines inside where the kids used to you know put a quarter in get a gumball they still had those machines so like they don't have to invest in the building like the food speaks for itself 
So, well, other than, um, you know, the fish market, did you eat anything else during the holidays, boo? Yes, I uh, I ate on the far end of the fish market. <laughs> and I you're went di- to- You're diverse. Look at that diversity. <laughs> but I went to Mother Wolf. Okay. Which is um, Evan Funk's uh, restaurant. He's the chef and owner. And um, basically Mother Wolf is like the new hotspot in LA right now where you just cannot get reservations. And um, my boo got a reservation. Though. I did. Oh, okay, posh, posh. <laughs> but I got a shout out to my friend who took me there as my Christmas gift. Oh, that's and a so nice gift. It was a wonderful gift. So yeah, we started the evening out with a couple of drinks. I have to say it's typically LA price. They were $18. Mm. And then, but the the alcohol, they pour heavily. So you, oh. if you like that alcohol, you're going to get it. Okay. Did you get a drink? I did. I got, um, I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was rather strong. It was a martini. Oh, so um, it was strong. Yeah. But it was a fruity martini and I thought it was going to be more on the fruitier side, but it was, it was a more on the vodka side. Oh, which I know you don't like. I know you like your fruitier drinks. Yeah. Cause yeah. they put some fruit, um, fruit, in the description i was like okay maybe it'll taste like that and it's like it must have been like 95 percent gray goose <laughs> they was trying to get you right yeah <laughs> the space is gorgeous mother wolf is in the west hollywood area okay uh the space when you go in it's huge it's beautiful it reminds you of that art deco old la style um, I can't, I can't place the ear because I'm not good at that. <laughs> so I don't want someone getting out there going, That's uh, not true. you did not describe it right. It's like, Hey, I should describe it to the best of my ability. Yeah. But it feels like you've stepped back in time a little bit and it's really nice. And it's uh, like old Hollywood glamour. Um, but then, you know, a lot of celebrities have tended to go to Mother Wolf and I was like, oh, I hope I see someone. But I think it was too early in the evening for me. Our reservations were like six. Oh, okay. Because um, I know Justin Bieber has been there. Some of the housewives and other people, they go there. Um, and because uh, if you see their social media, you'll see some people have taken pictures with some of the celebrities who've been there. Mm-hmm. What did we try? We tried, um, well, this is one of those restaurants where you get a lot of things to share and then maybe you get a main dish for yourself. Uh-huh. Um, so one of the things that everyone recommended is the Fiori de Zucca, which, <laughs> so the, the items on the menu are in Italian. Okay. And so you kind of feel self-conscious pronouncing these things. But so I was telling our waiter what I wanted. He was pronouncing them perfectly. He was this Latino guy, very good waiter. Um, but I was like, look, I'm trying to reach your level of pronunciation. And he said, oh, no, believe me, it took me a month and a half to figure out how to pronounce these correctly. And this is the only stuff I can pronounce correctly in Italian. <laughs> but y'all, with y'all, that both, way, y'all both trying. Who Kudos <laughs> to both y'all. They were fried squash blossoms with ricotta cheese inside it. And there's a very beautiful dish to take pictures of, but they taste great too. So, yeah, the squash blossoms are like the in parts of a squash mm-hmm. so they just, before they flower and then or when they flower and they stick the ricotta cheese in there fry it up and just light crispy delicious yeah well um, usually when it's cheese and fried and then, and then <laughs> wait is there a dipping sauce with it no there was no sauce okay so, i'm you know i like my sauce cheese, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had to cheese was rich enough where you didn't really need a sauce uh-huh. and then the, we had the supli al telefono which is risotto croquettes so fried croquettes with risotto rice and cheese inside Mm. and that was also very delicious um another item that we shared was polpette de coda which is oxtail meatballs boo (laughs) you were getting your your share of oxtails on this holiday i didn't get enough of the other place (laughs) like i had to make up okay And you would actually enjoy these oxtail meatballs too, because I did. I was kind of thinking they're not going to give us a lot of oxtail in here. But when you cut through that fried, crusty part of the meatball, the op- uh, the uh, outer layer, the inside is all oxtail meat. Mm. It was delicious. Mm. That sounds del- <laughs> look. I'm like, mm. wait, what? Mm. In, was it in a sauce? Um, they gave you a sauce to dip it in, like a marinara sauce. Okay. Uh, and then the last one that we tried to share was the uh, bufala e crudo, which is 
this really high-end delicious prosciutto that was cut really thickly and nice mm. and they serve that um yeah oh yeah so yeah uh mozzarella de bufala so anyway that that it was really <laughs> and, and they used high premium olive oil and they um kind of sprayed it uh, not sprayed it, but i know uh, yeah. Drizzle. Popped it up. That was awesome. Thank you. I can't it's speak today. Okay, wait. Side sidebar. Thank you, Boo, for recording early. I know that your preference <laughs> is a little later. We had some scheduling issues this week. I was a hot mess uh, earlier in the week, and we pushed it back. So I, I know. Thank you, Boo. I appreciate you helping me with that excuse, Boo. <laughs> I appreciate you. That's why me no English today. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all uh, good. But let me wrap up our, my visit here with the, the main things that we had were the pasta. Uh, one was uh, rigatoni al amatriciana, I think. I, you know, I'm butchering these. I'm so sorry, Italians no, out there. Oh, you're trying your best. But this was really. in a, a, a red sauce. Mm-hmm. And it was quite flavorful. And there's beef cheek meat throughout. And you could taste that. Uh, there, it wasn't a lot of beef cheek, but the, it, when you got it, it was really delicious. So it was a good and good pasta. Then the one I also ordered, and we shared these as well anyway, was the uh, Mezzi Rigatoni alla Carbonara. Mm-hmm. And it was a white sauce one. And it had black pepper, egg, and different items. But it was also very... I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as flavorful as I had hoped. Mm. But the thing that if you go to Mother Wolf that you need to know when everybody says in the reviews too is apparently Evan Funk loves his pasta very al dente. So you're going to feel like um, they should have cooked this for a couple more minutes, but that's on purpose. Maybe that's what they do in Italy. I haven't been to Italy, so I don't know. So would you say it was like kind of crunchy maybe? Or no, it wasn't. It was cooked. It's just that it's the texture was a little um chewier than mm. you might expect because mm. most of us will cook pasta longer and softer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think at uh, mother wolf they prefer that type of texture yeah so and then we finished off with our desserts and they were very pretty um so one of them was basically this big doughy pillowy uh bread looking item and it was filled with like uh, uh, lemon cream and vanilla chantilly and uh, it was, it almost tasted like a light Asian pastry, which I enjoyed. And there's pistachio in it. Um, so well, our side, waiter- was, Side note, speaking uh-huh. of Asian pastry, Boo, and I, I know I thank you, but I'm going to thank you again. Because when you said Asian pastry, it just popped in my head that you bought me some pastries from 85 degrees. I did. And you I'm, enjoyed them? They were so good. <laughs> so thank you for my bacon bread. <laughs> You're welcome. That's her bread. That's my bread. Mm. So we got that one, and then we got the olive oil cake, which is also very delicious. And they topped that with, um, you would think it would be gross because they put basically like a pickled fennel mm-hmm. and, and um, tangerines on there. But the fennel, because fennel is more of a savory vegetable, mm-hmm. but they worked wonders with it. The gelato they made that, go, that went with it is also kind of herbal, but sweet. And okay. everything worked together really well. So we really enjoyed our meal at Mother Wolf. Some people, some of the haters will say it was overhyped, but I didn't believe it was. I actually did have a good time there. Well, I'm happy you had a good time and good experience. And the portions were good. <laughs> they were decent. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what's funny is, so I, I didn't go to any restaurants during the holidays because, you know, eating at my mom's house, I had so much food left over. Mm-hmm. But Boo, can you believe that my mom, she bake the whole chicken for me to debone and to make some chicken tortilla soup for her and my dad i could believe your mom would do that for you (laughs) and you know they have the time and i just was like well now i'm like pressured i can't even say no like you did the hardest part you baked the whole chicken (laughs) so one of my days i did spend deboning a chicken or chicken tortilla soup which my parents loved so and that's nice that she would do that because she could have just cheated and went to costco got a the chickens there she could have so and that chicken was so good because you know i ate the wings <laughs> <laughs> something about a fresh chicken wing a baked chicken wing so but yeah well thank you for um mm-hmm. sharing your experience and 
I did not look at the list in depth, but I saw something. It was an article about the top 10 uh, K-pop songs of the year. Because you know how like the year recap, it's like the top mm-hmm. 10 everything or top 20, whatever. Did you happen to see that, Boo? Or one of the articles? I'm well, sure it was It was more. That's than the thing. One. At the end of the year, there's a bunch of uh, reviewers who do that. And not just professionally, like in the magazines or websites, but also YouTubers who do uh, K-pop reactors. They have their own top 10. Uh-huh. So yeah, I've seen versions of that. Which one did you see? Or which one? I did can't you remember. See? Did you agree with one that you saw or do you have your own? Yeah, it was a little mix. It was a little mix of, uh, you know, some lists I agreed with more than others. But of of course, it's all very subjective down to your own taste. But, you know, given that now that I have a platform here with the Bougie (laughs) Booze podcast. Share. Let us know. Let us know. (laughs) Let me me take it upon myself to finally create a top 10 for myself year end list. Um, so, you know, I'll share that with our K-pop lovers out there and though they might be like, are oh, he crazy? Or they're going to be like, yes, yes. I mean, so- <laughs> your list. This is your platform. This is your show. Yeah, our show. That's, that's the funny thing. <laughs> our show. But the, the funny thing is like some of the YouTube reactors, they'll put out their list and like, please, everyone don't hate me because this is my opinion. This is what my ears are like. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I'll just uh, quickly go through this, um, and you know, I won't talk too much about each one. But you, I might you need to provide the soundtrack, boo. You know, if in the future <laughs> potentially we could, I'm not going to sing today, and um, but I, I'll just list off things for you everyone. You want to hear my vocals? Well, do you know these songs? No, probably not. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Um, when I hosted my New Year's Eve get together, I was uh-huh. singing, just being silly, and then somebody yelled out, "She needs some milk." I don't know if you <laughs> saw. It's it's like an Instagram thing where this person needs help, but the lady says she needs some milk. So (laughs) someone said I needed help with my vocals and you know who you are. You said Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) So, okay. I won't display my vocals today. (laughs) Well, I mean, you'd be more than welcome if you knew these songs, but I don't think you do. (laughs) I should surprise you. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So, oh, you might know one or two songs. Um, but number 10 for me is One Us with Same Scent. And they're one of my favorite boy groups out there. And just, I think in my list, they're the only boy group that made my top 10. Oh, okay. and it's very unusual because actually I prefer boy groups over girl groups. But this year, girl groups put out amazing songs. So mm-hmm. they, they dominated my top 10. Girl power, of course, girl <laughs> groups put out amazing songs. Um, number nine is Luna with Flip That. And I talked about them on our podcast because I went to their concert in the summer. Um, and so I had a good time there. And I and Luna is not one of my favorite groups. I went because my friend lo- loves them. But Flip That is kind of my vibe in terms of the songs they put out. Like previous songs, I liked them, but I didn't love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight is Black Pink with Pink Venom. Mm, I know that. Um, well, I don't know it, but I know it. If that yeah, makes sense. That, that's the one I knew you would you would know of. Yes. Uh, seven is Girls' Generation, Forever One. I talked about them on the podcast as well. They got back together for their anniversary for this song and album, and it's still an amazing song at the end of the year for me. Um, six, New Jeans with their song Hype Boy. And New Jeans is interesting. They're a girl, brand new girl group, and they debuted with four songs at the same time. Oh, wow. They put um, in that word. Yeah, and all four were good. So it was hard to pick a song that I like, but Hype Boy is the one I kept going back to. Uh, really fun laid back song and then number five was Momoland uh, with Natty Natasha who's a Latina artist and they collaborated for the song Yummy Yummy Love and that just gets stuck in my head so I, I had to put it in my list number four is another brand new girl group uh, they debuted at the tail end of 2021 but so they're essentially still new uh, rookies uh, I've and they've be quickly become one of my favorite groups and their song After Like and After Like samples Gloria Gaynor's um, I Will Survive in it and they fit it in really well no, no, no. <laughs> there, you go. there you go see I had to get something in <laughs> <laughs> and it was tough for me because I've also had another great single um, this year called Love Dive and it just missed my top 10 um, I was like I really was trying to find a way to put it in there but it, you know it, Ultimately, it, it basically, I think, was like number 11. <laughs> it was a bonus, um, bonus song. Yeah. 
<laughs> but so I love Ive. And then number three was Kata with When I Move. And they're amazing because they put out this song for their 15th anniversary. And um, so they've gotten to get back together for the first time in years. And the, they put out a jam and I love it. I just can't stop listening. It came out late this year, but I listened to it nonstop. Um, and then number two is my ultimate favorite k-pop group card so i'm a little biased but i love the song ring the alarm and so of course i saw them in concert this year as well um and card for me does no wrong so uh but uh, it, at the same time i was trying to be objective about the song and i do love it more than the other ones i've listed but see you could tell i was trying to be objective because i didn't give them the number one spot automatically mm-hmm. Because that number one spot went to an artist I don't normally listen to a lot, but um, it's a solo female artist named Taeyeon, and she's actually the leader of Girls' Generation, and she's had a solo career for a long time. I think you've talked about her before. I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. I reviewed her song early, in the because actually this song came out in, I think, January last year. And so it still remained out of all the entire year, my favorite song. That's how, and I, I think I said at that podcast, this is going to be at the top of my year end list or at the very, or the number one song for me for the year. And he, it's still here at number one, I envy you from Tan. Okay. I didn't do any top 10 list. Maybe I should do that. So yeah, I know Spotify did the wraps. Yeah. I, I got my rap too. And I didn't agree with them. <laughs> my rap was crazy. You would think I was bipolar. Cause it was like gangster rap and then um, like gospel and then R&B and techno. It was just all over the place. <laughs> mm. Well, mine was funny because it was all the variations of the K-pop genre, like K-rap, K-pop, you know, just a different versions or pop, just pop in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the number one artist, that I ended up having was in Hypen, which is a boy group, but I don't really listen to in Hypen on my own because, but I, because I put them on my, a couple playlists, I didn't put them, but I listened to a couple playlists where those people who cr- curated the playlist, they love in Hypen apparently. And they put a bunch Spotify, of their songs like, snuck Yeah. So in- Spotify said, you have this many minutes of in Hypen. I'm like, but it's not my fault. <laughs> it's a lie. This is a lie, Spotify. So. But um, before we finish up, I just want to do a couple, a few honorable mentions because I just still want to fit in these groups. But La Seraphim, Fearless, Alexa with Wonderland and Back in Vogue, both songs were great. Twice, Talk That Talk, I've, like I said, Love Dive, Icon with But You, and NCT Dream with Beatbox. So shout out to those songs that I love. Shout out. And what about you, Boo? I was going to say, um, when Spotify did my rap for my podcast, it made me smile and it warmed my heart because Bougie Booth was on my list. (laughs) My own show. (laughs) <laughs> a colleague, a work colleague of mine showed me her rap list and we were number three on her podcast list. <laughs> Shout so, out to Monica. Yeah. Hey girl. Thank you for listening. <laughs> well, it's just encouraging, you know, because um, this is going into year two and we're still having fun and we're hoping for more opportunities and continuing to record. So, but boo, like I mentioned earlier in the recording, Look. I didn't forget. I was like thinking too, because I'm just like the listeners. Um, you owe us a little bit of an update here. <laughs> Neighbor Bay update. Hey. Burn, 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 burn. That deserves some some air horns. Okay, so like I mentioned, Boo, I had a New Year's Eve get together, and that Saturday I was super busy. I had errands to run all day, and um, when I got home, I noticed that my neighbor's garage was up and his truck was out, right? But I did not see him. And it was overcast and sprinkling. So I was like, no, it's cold. I have to get in the house. I have to get my house ready because my guests are going to arrive starting around eight o'clock. But then something just said, you know what? Text him, (laughs) text him and just let him know you're having a casual get together and he's more than welcome to come over. So I did. And I probably sent this text maybe around like six o'clock, right? go in the house and I'm getting things ready. I take a shower. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go in the house, get things ready. I have to leave one more time to go pick up the pizzas because I was not trusting delivery that day because it was rainy and I'm like, nope, I want the pizzas to actually come. I had to leave again to go pick up the pizzas, came back, his garage still up, truck still out, do not see him. (laughs) So then I get in the shower and by this time it's probably like 
7.30 and my guests were coming like around 8, right? But you know, Black folks, they ain't gonna come right at 8. <laughs> Actually, one person came at 7.50, but he was older. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, around, I would say 8.30, my neighbor responds, boo. And he responds with, sounds good, period. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> Well, okay. If you get a, a a response like "sounds good," what would you think? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what, it depends on the context of the relationship, I guess. But what were you thinking? I didn't know because it was just "sounds good." Period. Not "sounds good," comma. I'll be there. Sounds good, yeah. comma. But I can't make it. It was just "sounds good." And well, I'm like, given that your neighbor Bay is a little bit older, I think it's just a positive thing because he's just like sounds good i have message received i got what you're saying <laughs> right. I, otherwise i think he would have told you unfortunately i can't make it or something so so me and my friends partying it's like around 9 30 he's still not there and i'm like okay well let me just respond to his sounds good and my response was come through the garage if you'd like period right set uh -huh. my phone down me and my friends are playing um, heads up, you know, the game with the phone or whatever. And then we are also playing never have I ever, which was, it got risque, but it was fun. Then maybe about 10, 20, you, you hear dun, 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 like on my garage door. Right. And I'm like, okay, like, who's that? And I'm thinking, oh my God, is it him? Or I'm like, is it someone else? Cause my garage door's up. So I don't know. And I don't have a peephole on my garage door, which I should get one now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I open the door. It's neighbor bay. What? <laughs> did he have to take a nap before he came over? He probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I almost needed a nap before my New Year's Eve get together. I was tired. But boo, you know what's funny? So this is the first time neighbor bay has come in my house. Uh-huh. I have pajamas on. <laughs> they were cute pajamas though remember when i told you that i purchased a pair of like auntie pajama with the tiger like yes. tiger champagne color from victoria's secret uh -huh. i had those on <laughs> but i was super cute because i had large gold hoops i had my hair in a bun like half in a bun and half down with my cute little auntie pajamas so when i opened the door and i saw him like my face just lit up <laughs> he smiled and you know I'm a hugger boo so I didn't mm. even give him an option I just went in for the hug I was like hey and he said hey and so you know when he walked in I was like everyone this is my neighbor and I'm not going to say his name for confidentiality reasons but it's so funny because all of the girls there you could look on their face they were like in awe <laughs> <laughs> so he is that handsome well as someone put it he's the most beautiful man they have ever seen in their life oh my <laughs> now the listeners like we need to see <laughs> so after i was done introducing him i told him i showed him where the restroom was to wash his hands showed him the kitchen to help himself he got something to eat and he ate a little bit then he joined us for the games we were playing he's never played heads up and okay that's understandable because he, he is a little he's older right yeah. he was a good sport so here he is holding the phone and for our boo was out there so heads up there's a word written on the phone and the players have to act it out and the person holding the phone has to guess what the players are acting out kind of like virtual charades yeah, yeah. so one of the words it was yoga right so <laughs> when i see that it's yoga I get down on all fours <laughs> trying to do the downward dog, right? Because everyone knows downward dog in yoga. Yeah. Well, apparently he doesn't because he said twerking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, but now I'm happy that I got down and did whatever because it was like, oh, he saw that I was flexible. That's another story. <laughs> we a PG show cam. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I gotta I gotta paint the story I gotta tell the story here but anyway he had a lot of fun um like I said he was a good sport he played never have I ever with us and then what was interesting so he said I have to leave at eleven forty-five 45 
because I'm doing the countdown on FaceTime with all of my other family in California. And I was like, okay, no problem. Thanks for coming. Because at that point, I was just happy that he showed up. I was like, oh my God, you know? So when he left, we all did the countdown in the house, had fun. I'm thinking this man's not going to come back, right? It's going Mm -hmm. on like 12, 15, 12, 20. We're still laughing and being silly. And you hear on the garage door. And I was like, oh my God, he came back. So I run back to the door and I open it and it's him. My face lights up again. And I'm like, oh, how was your countdown? And he said it was good and all this. So when he came back, me and him had, you know, small talk, but he managed to slip in there that his cousin tried to set him up with like a 40 year old woman. And the first thing she told him was she wanted a kid. And he was like, I don't want any more kids. Mm-hmm. So I think he's, he was like telling me that because he knows I'm young and childbearing age, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, sir, I, you don't have to be my baby daddy. <laughs> 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 so, yes, we, we made, we made some uh, progress. And yeah, as I explained, he got to see you do some downward dog. <laughs> and you know he was in my house he felt comfortable and then the next day he texted me and told me thanks for my hospitality so we're we're building this is I was like I was gonna say this is a long time coming now he finally got into your house (laughs) well it's so funny because he showed me that he's doing some renovations in his home and I said oh I can't wait to see them when they're done so I'm I'm making my way across the uh, you trying to be that vampire getting him to invite you into his home <laughs> listen he's responding to what i'm i'm putting out there yeah it's it's all positive it's so but 2023 yeah. there is so much potential <laughs> i was like i cannot wait to tell my boo and my boo-boos neighbor bay update because y'all know yeah. this has been like a year of neighbor bay updates mm-hmm. so to give you the, the moral of the story is shoot your never, shot. Yeah, shoot your <laughs> shot. Don't give up in terms of, you know, if there's potential there. You never know what you can cultivate. But do give up if someone clearly says no. Oh, you know, yeah. Don't be I don't, want, yeah, I don't want to tell people to keep, don't give up when they have signs the person does not want to be with oh, them. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> so, but, but yeah. yeah. I hope you have a great, I hope it develops in 2023 to... A, someplace you really want it to be thank you boo i appreciate it so and boo i hope you enjoyed that treat for the start of the new year (laughs) and you know that's the thing as we close up for today i just wanted to wish not only my boo cam a happy new year and a prosperous 2023 but the same for all our boo boos out there listening you know i hope if you've had a bad 2022 or a bad time in general Try to refocus, reset yourself for a great 2023. Um, You know, just change your mindset about how the year is going to be for you. And, you know, mindset's very important in terms of how it can just bring positivity, creativity, light, and anything Mm -hmm. like that uh, to your life. Yeah. So you manifest your destiny. That is so true. No, speak life into whatever it is that you want speak life and speak positivity because words mean things we sound mushy right now but words really mean things so you want to be that light and be positive and it's just a mental mindset you have for yourself yeah so well boo our first show of 2023 season two opener Well, booze, until next time, be bougie. And remember, you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie. Bye. Bye.